but you shall receive the power of the Holy Ghost coming upon you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm bound today to say something because it is the first day of the great retreat in the Senegal. As I reminded the community at Chapter this morning, today begins the great novena of Pentecost, the only novena that is obligatory for all Catholics by decree of Pope Leo XIII, who ordered that this novena for Pentecost be celebrated not merely as a private devotion, but publicly in all churches of the Catholic world. And so we will begin today the novena by singing the Veni Creato Spiritus at the end of Holy Mass. The ascension of our Lord opens in some way the Eucharistic life of the Church. Our Lord disappears from the sight of his own. His glorious body is covered by the clouds of heaven and he takes his place at the right hand of the Father, hidden in God. He leaves, nonetheless, to his church, the presence of his adorable body and blood. The Most Holy Eucharist is the consolation and joy of the church. There is a certain sorrow about the Ascension. This last look at the adorable face of Jesus as he disappears. And yet, this sorrow is the beginning of an immense joy for the Church. The contemplation of the Eucharistic face of Jesus. Our Lord left his body and blood to the church, but first of all to his mother. To his mother precisely as image of the church. The fathers tell us that what is said of the Blessed Virgin Mary can be said of the church. Our Lady then receives the gift of the Most Holy Eucharist from the hands of Saint John. Father Garrigou Lagrange, the great Dominican theologian, dedicates some splendid pages to the Eucharistic life of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And he asks the question, why did our Lord 
entrust his mother to the Apostle St. John in the hour of his death. And Father Garigou Lagrange answers, he did this so that Our Lady might receive from the hand of John his priest the nourishment of his body and blood. St. John himself tells us in the 19th chapter of his Gospel, speaking of himself, that the disciple took Mary into all that was his own. He took Mary into his filial care, yes, of course, but into his priestly care. For St. John, says Father Gouladrange in the most convincing way, St. John had the priestly care of the mother of Jesus. She who nourished Jesus at her breast had herself to be nourished at the hands of a priest. The Apostle John is charged with nourishing and sustaining the Mother of God with God. She who gave God to the world depended on a man, the priest John, to give her God. It is unthinkable that after returning from the Mount of Olives to Jerusalem and entering the Cenacle, the Apostles would not have obeyed the commandment given in that very Cenacle, do ye this in memory of me. The cenacle wherein our Lord instituted the sacrament of his body and blood became then for the Church, after the Ascension, the place in which the commandment given at the Last Supper was obeyed. And St. Luke tells us that Mary, the mother of Jesus, was in the midst of the apostles and the disciples in the cenacle. We can understand from this that our Blessed Lady participated in the holy mysteries offered there, certainly, by Peter, and James and John. Nothing is said about the form of the apostolic obedience to the commandment of our Lord in the Cenacle by which he instituted the Most Holy Eucharist, but that they obeyed this command of the Lord cannot be doubted. And so we have 
during this Pentecost novena, uh, an image given us of the beginning of the Eucharistic life of the Church in the Senegal. And Our Lady, first of all, hungers for the living bread come down from heaven, yearns to be united to her son by the reception of his body and blood in a way by far more intimate than what she experienced when she carried him in her virginal womb beneath her immaculate heart. This mystery of the beginnings of the Eucharistic life of the Church and of Our Lady's Eucharistic life illuminates the cenacle from within. The Pentecost Novena thereby becomes not only a period of intense supplication for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost, but also a rekindling of Eucharistic fire and light in the heart of the Church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.